0: welcome back you're listening to another episode of the sideline sodas podcast today is april 12th we got another good show lined up for you we're going to recap the masters today talk about john rom and how we won it and the ultimate collapse of brooks kepka because scotty style kind of let us down we're going to talk about our perfect burgers everyone's going to put together a dream burger and we're going to see who's got the best we got to talk a little softball today the question is coming up, does Wisconsin own Purdue softball? <laughs> then we're going to wrap up the show with a little bro talk, just see how it goes. Talk about life, talk about what's going on in the world. Needless to say, let's get into it.
1: Tell Matt story you're telling me. And now for our show? feature presentation. Oh, one
2: hand to
1: count the things I can count on. No, there ain't much man that ain't heavily.
2: Quite the weekend of golf we had at the Masters. Um when they were able to play, the action was awesome. And obviously very eventful last day. Masters Sunday, we got even more golf than normal. We got half the third round and the whole fourth round in and, and a lot happened. At the end of it all, John Rahm was the winner. So congratulations that's, to him. But it just, wasn't let's
1: uh let's cut the bullshit. It's the worst beat of all time. I'll never bet on Brooks Kepka again. Um, it is the most heartbreaking, gut wrenching future of my life. I don't really put a lot of features on, but the, I wanted to win one so bad because of the fact that I had set it on the pod. Like, oh man, like that would be so nice. And it was like, I think I texted. I think it was like plus thirty six hundred when I got it too. It was just nuts. It, and of course, it would have him in his bright yellow. Fucking traffic light shoes go out there and just fucking choke it away. Also, all that live shit that they're like, sorry about the background. uh <laughs> all, the, all the live shit that they only play 52 holes or whatever, I think is so real. Like, he just looked like he didn't want to be, like, he did everything he could to hold on to second place. And uh, it was a good showing for the live guys, but at the same point, like, I hope Brooks Kepka goes into a deeper depression and gets like, out of putt again, personally.
0: There is no resentment whatsoever with that statement.
2: <laughs> None. No, That's no, not no, salty.
0: Not at Definitely I, not salty that your bet didn't hit.
2: And just no. to be clear for the it's listeners, completely Luke, unbiased. Luke is not a live hater. He's not some PGA tour purist. That's not why he hates Brooks. He hates Brooks because Brooke, starting Sunday morning, Luke woke up with Brooks Kepka, who he had picked up four strokes, and was already imagining what he was going to spend the money on.
1: And I,
2: and my worst, the biggest mistake
1: was putting it in the group chat. Yeah. You know, it was just – and I texted it. And I even texted the shush emoji. I was like, we can't talk about this anymore. Yeah, the the like, two,
2: I can't. The, the two moments I knew Brooks was in trouble was when Luke texted that in the group chat at the start of the day. And then early on in the fourth round, still up to um, Brooks, had a chance early on in his fourth round to hit a birdie putt. And it wasn't a gimme putt, but it also was a putt you you got to make to win the Masters. And oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly which putt you're talking about. That was yeah, brutal. Yeah. Watching it live, I think I actually, like, my eyes were like, fuck, how did he miss that? I, I said, if he makes this, he's going to win. If he misses this, he's just going to, it's going to be bad. And credit to Rom. He stuck around. He got the worst draw. He played in one of the later groupings on Friday. Uh, which the weather got progressively worse throughout the day Friday, culminating in two trees falling down and play being suspended for the day. So And Brooks was done with his round at that point because he had won the earlier draws. So Rom had a bad draw. He was able to hang around and then just kind of steadily gained throughout the day Sunday and pulled away with it at the end. Yeah, I think it was a great tournament
0: overall. But it did just feel, at least to me, it kind of felt like a letdown on Sunday, you know. It we had this opportunity had this great Sunday Masters experience with John Rahm and Kepka just battling it out, you know, making big shot, big shot, like trading blows. And we just kind of got John Rahm came out and just dominated, and Brooks Kepka just looked like he wanted to go home.
1: Dude, it yeah. it wasn't even just that too, but it was also like you got all day masters on Sunday too, because of the continuation. So it was like, Oh, great. Like all I'm going to do all day is lay on my couch for the next 12 hours and watch the masters. And like, I mean, all right, put the bed aside. I did like after Ron kind of pulled away, it was kind of like, all right, like he's going to win it. And I did too now. Just like, whatever. Like, I mean, it was pretty bitter, but it just right. like, it, he just fucking ran away with it at the end. And it, it just, I don't know. And, like, obviously, it, do you guys think it got the same hype, the Masters, this year as it did with Rom winning? Like, I actually think that, in no disrespect, like, he won it. Like, congratulations and all that. But, like, it just – it kind of just ended. And also, the tree falling, I can't believe. But, like, that feel like – I feel like that stole the entire Masters. Like,
0: Yeah, I think you're right there. It didn't have, like, the same pop that it normally did when it ended. It, it kind of felt just so anticlimactic, maybe because we knew – it was over
2: yeah i you know think that's I mean? the like, problem the dude problem Dad, and then when you
1: and Rom when you saw playing, oh god ahead, god ahead,
2: god ahead. Rom was playing so much better than brooks on the last day and once he went ahead you could kind of see like the comeback from kepka wasn't coming and then on top of that the pace of play was incredibly slow in that last round wow. Um, I think Delta Airlines needs to rethink their sponsorship with Patrick Cantley because as an airline, the last thing you want to be associated with is delays. And Patrick Cantley is the human weather delay. Spirit sounds like they should pick him up.
1: dude. Or well, he should not be a NetJet guy. That's for damn sure. But um, the other thing, too, is like watching Tiger, like almost unable to walk, like hurt. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you knew. You knew Tiger yeah. was out, but there's yeah, something about yeah. even just Tiger finishing it on Sunday and being a part of, like, the groupings, and, and to see, like – and he said plantar fasciitis. Did you see the thing that came out that apparently one of the screws was coming out of his leg?
2: Dude, that made my skin crawl. Come here. Yeah, it was – between that and the weather, the conditions could not have been worse for Tiger. You have a cold, rain, um, 48 degrees, I think. Was what the high ended up being that day. That's that's awful conditions, especially for someone like Tiger who's battling through Dude, some stuff. They, they not only that,
1: me. but like I actually do like watching golf when guys are all bundled up for some reason. Like it makes me feel like it makes me feel like it's not always like you know you always turn on the tour and it's always like perfect fucking weather, and like to see the Masters of all I and mean, that had to be the nastiest Masters ever, right? Yeah, I mean, it was, at least in our life in our lifetimes.
2: In recent memory, and I mean the trees falling was a very unique issue, and still kind of – I'm a little perplexed as to how exactly that happened because it did coincide with the passage of a cold front through the area. Like the cold front came through, uh, the trees went down, but there weren't any super high wind recordings. I don't even think there was a 40-mile-per-hour gust recorded at the uh, surface station in Augusta. Do you think it was a fake tree? No, I think I, I'm not sure because the typically you need to to bring down a softwood tree like a pine, okay. you need to see at least seventy mile per hour wind gusts to do that, and we weren't even close to that. And 70 miles so an
1: hour. Holy shit.
2: it would have been it might have been an issue with the roots. Uh, people were talking about maybe the ground being saturated, but the rain really didn't start to become a problem until later Friday evening into Saturday. So it's you know I think. They got to take a look at that, and i yeah. it's kind of a weird, fluky thing.
1: Dude, it was fluky, but even – and, like, obviously, thank God everyone's safe and everything, but even flukier, no one got hurt. Like, uh, dude – and I don't know – you guys have seen the video a million times now, I'm sure. But, like, you can see where the chairs were, where the people were people were sitting, and just, like – I guess everyone heard the cracking. I, I never heard the audio from it, but, I mean, I could only imagine how freaking freaky that must have been.
0: Yeah, I yeah, mean, glad everyone's okay, but yeah, we, aren't you kind of sitting there? You're one of those guys you'd be like, Man, what a lawsuit that would have been. I mean, you're yeah. dead, but yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> just, just clip me a little bit, right? Just a branch clips me. I think I'm okay. One of the spectators said, ended up in between the two trees when they fell.
1: Yeah, dude, that's why the biggest conspiracy the masters wasn't going to get talked about, so they knocked the tree down.
2: Yeah, Masters was scripted. Just I'm just kidding. No, well, I, I mean there was so many storylines going into it. I think there was too many. There was a ton it of. Kepka story- leading was storylines. good. <laughs> Kepka leading was great because you had you have the whole live thing, and I, I'm not a huge golf guy, so I don't get upset about it as much. People as much as some people do, but I'm sick of the the hate for that. Like they offered him a bunch of guaranteed money, and he talked about it in interviews this past week. He was at a time in his career. He had come off the injury in 2021. He wasn't playing good golf, and he could kind of he he's kind of said, "If I was playing as well as I'm playing now, I don't know if I would have signed that contract." The reality is, he was offered a ton of guaranteed money, and he took it to you know he's got to provide. This is his profession, and a lot of these people who are really criticizing him for it and hating on him for it, you would do the same exact thing if you were in that scenario.
0: Yeah, that's spot on, dude. You, you got a bunch of old guys right now that are like, "Oh, you left the PGA." Like, let's be honest. Literally, there's not a person on this earth that, if they said you can work less and get paid
1: more, that wouldn't fucking take it. Right. I was just gonna. DJ said that in his in his full swing interview. I was just gonna say that, like, I, I, but I, you know what, I do have do with. Have you seen like they're, the first of all, they're on the CW. That's who picked up their net with their, their viewership rights, which. I actually think they would have been better off staying with YouTube because it's just widely more accessible. I also never – I didn't look into, like, the TV deal, but I can't imagine it was a lot of money. But um, the other thing, too, is, like, they they cut healthcare for, like, all all employees or whatever because I guess they're starting to bleed cash. But I, here's what I will say. Is I am officially the world's biggest film Hayden. I, I just can't stand him. I just can't stand him. Yeah. Bill's yeah, just look, such I mean, a
0: controversial guy. Everything he does is in, scripted. In, yeah.
1: everything and like good, like also like the lit or Greg Norman's got to be freaking so so happy that two of his guys tied for second in the Masters. Like, yeah, and also to kick off the major season like that, like I don't know. I wonder how many it would take for them to like how many live guys win. I also don't think anyone else is going at this point. I think that's pretty much over. Yeah, I, like no, no one else is going.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent, it's over. And I think a big one for the live guys. This was huge for them, just in the fact of like going to this tournament. There was a lot of talk about, oh, well, you know, they only play, they play significantly less. Like these guys aren't ready for a tournament yeah. style. Again. And yeah, fifty four holes came, for seventy two. Yeah, like, I mean, they came out and proved that no, we can still play a tournament. Like there's no hangover there. They
1: still, they still got it.
2: Yeah, and it turns yeah, out. Yeah,
1: but you got to wonder how how much like the galleries and i guess those guys probably not much right they've all been there and done it in one big tournament so it probably doesn't affect them but i couldn't imagine going from a tour you know and I, you know i don't know the the numbers but let's just i mean the masters is what the probably the most attended golf event of the year i mean i don't know how what else would be uh yeah, well maybe not absolutely. because of just how not, exclusive but i probably like,
2: but... I mean, by numbers it might be like the waste management or yeah, or the players. Yeah.
0: The players could be up Dude, there
2: at Sawgrass. We should, have
1: to, we should definitely have a conversation about how that's not – Waste Management isn't really a golf tournament. <laughs> it's just an excuse for everyone to go get trashed. And, yeah, uh, we should also have a conversation
2: to, about how I really want to go.
1: <laughs> no, me too. I, I'm i with it. I really want to go too. Live to the 16th hole next year. Uh, and uh, I also think it's nuts that Homo was on – I think he was on Pardon My Take. get out. Damn. Uh he was on part of my ticket. He's like, that should be the one time that they let golfers drink while they're playing. Tell me that wouldn't be electric.
0: Yeah, I would yeah. love that. I'd like to see a guy probably just get trashed lost lost. on accident. Well, Dude, Tiger probably. probably, probably we have to. We'd have to breathalyze Tiger.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Tiger needs. Tiger would Manchester. need a driver assigned for his golf cart.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, fuck it. No, let let Tiger drink. I want to see what happens.
1: What do we think Tiger's go-to drink is? Probably just scotch neat. Do you think he's a scotch guy? I think Tiger's a wine guy.
0: Tiger strikes me as like, well, if Tiger's drinking wine, he's probably mixing sleeping pills with it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I think the bigger issue is that stuff, not the alcohol for him. Tiger strikes me as a guy that's like, yeah, I'm going to have some scotch
0: tonight, and then fills probably about a whole glass.
1: Oh no. Oh no. There is a, for the listeners, I'm at a softball game. There is a ball that skipped off the dirt during warm-ups. It just I think it just broke this girl's nose. Oh my God. Anyways. Yeah. Tiger. I also don't see Tiger being like a two Bud Light guy. Like Tiger's like a 15 Bud Light guy.
0: Tiger's definitely yeah. not a Bud Light guy at all.
1: What do you think he drink? I mean, other than if he wasn't gonna have wine or scotch, actually, he's a scotch guy. You're right.
0: You're I right. Drink it on the course. Uh, what do you think him? <laughs> a white claw. <cloth. laughs> Tiger's big on the high noons.
1: He's drinking a nooner or uh, nooner tequila. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... but oh, overall, the Masters was definitely hijacked by the tree, and uh, I do feel bad for Tiger because that's just that's just shitty because. You know, even he said, like, I'm prepared for this to be my last Masters. That sucks.
2: Yeah. Well, I I don't think he's done quite yet. No no way. I think he's just going to be in
0: the majors
1: when he can.
2: Yeah. Also,
1: he should go on the senior tour and just win every single weekend. Like, what's the shame in that? Like, how awesome would it be to – do you know how much I'd watch the senior tour? (laughs) Yeah, that would be great for the senior tour. I think it's called the Champions Tour, but –
2: of course. Uh, and I mean, all the other storylines aside, though, just to kind of put a bow on it. I think it is important to note what a great um, tournament Rom had and like deserved win. he's probably the best golfer in the world right now.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, or, shout shout yeah, out the big boys. i yeah, uh, doing it for the big boys out there. I love yeah, that. Yeah, holes. He was just plowing down sandwiches and stuff.
1: Absolute win golfer. for
0: the big boys.
1: Fucking people's golf that and, yeah. um it'll be interesting look out for my futures <laughs> oh god
0: just imagine how heartbreaking it's gonna be when the rays lose in seven
1: also uh yeah but they're off to like the hottest start in team history or whatever yeah oh my god every time i see a, an update on that i laugh so hard but anyways good masters already ready for next year trying to figure out how to get the boys in. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do it. But.
0: Yeah, my last thing on the Masters that I loved was I started noticing over the course of, like, the days how many guys just had their crow's nests nov- novelty cups, like, just stacked. Like, Henry and I talked about in the last episode, how many of them just triple, quadruple, just stacks of the cups
1: walking oh, yeah. around. Dude, do we think they have a limit on how many you can buy at once?
0: uh i wouldn't be surprised but i also wouldn't doubt that i mean come on everyone finds a way through it you just go and you put your cups down somewhere and you come back for them
1: you just go yeah. to a different vendor yeah exactly. or just go
0: to the guy i haven't bought from you yet
1: it should be what? like they should sell you six packs like if you can carry all six you can have six like that that's be a the great
0: there you go maybe get the farm brewery involved make master six packs that you can
2: buy
1: it's not a bad idea.
2: I agree. I agree. If you have, All if right. you can carry it, you can have it.
1: Yeah, and honestly, up to like 36 beers. It'd be interesting because to see it, how people try to carry like a case and a half.
2: Well, no, I think, think they still care. sell them. I think they still sell them in the cups. And it's like, look, mm-hmm. if you can carry six cups, like, then you're clearly fine to have six more beers. That's like, Are we that's, saying
1: that's fair. filled to the brim?
2: Yeah, filled however they normally fill them.
1: If right, you can carry like six, that.
2: if you, if you can't carry six of those, then you're too drunk to have six more. It, that might nature, be a good
1: video. For let the gravity Instagram regulate it for you. Yeah, that'll let you know if you're hammered. I think we should do an Instagram video where we all try to pick up six beer, six full cups of beer. <laughs> it's like, all be right. Well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Crows, I wonder video. what Crow's Nest beer is. Is that is that the master's beer? Like, they make yeah. it for them yeah it's that even, is yeah so awesome
2: yeah That's but if so you're carrying awesome. if you're carrying six full like plastic cups of beer either you clearly have fine motor skills to spare sure. so you can That's you can, spot you, on. You can have six you can drink all six of those and probably still be fine to stand around and watch a golf tournament.
1: Definitely. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. Definitely. I don't disagree. But, congratulations to Rom. It was a good Masters. Uh, already counting down the days till next year, to be honest. Yeah. This, is, about-
2: this this. happens to me every year. I love the Masters. I'm not a huge golf guy. You two have golfed with me. You know I suck at golf. But every year, <laughs> I get super excited for the Masters. I watch Masters. And then on Monday, I wake up. And it's spring. The weather's nice. And I go, you know what? I really want to get back into golf. And so... <laughs> I go, I play a couple of times. I'm like, this is the year I'm going to get, not even good. This is the year I'm going to become competent at golf. (laughs) And so I go, and I go a couple of times. And initially there's, you know, maybe there's one or two decent shots mixed in there. And I'm like, there's signs of progress. And so I keep going. And then like fourth or fifth time, I just regress. It's and also the weather starts to get too hot. I'm out there sweating, hitting horrible shots. My beer's getting warmer, warm quicker than I can drink it. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I hate golf. And then I don't I touch it. a club again until next April rolls around and I watch the Masters.
1: That's hysterical. You describe my entire golf life
0: every year. I go, This is the year I'm going to shoot under 140. <laughs>
1: And not drink a case of beer out there every time I go And play. somehow
0: after playing like four or five rounds throughout the course of a year, I somehow am shooting 160.
1: <laughs> I get worse over time. I'm with you, Kyle. Yeah. Love to see it.
2: All right. All right. One, one last master storyline we got a hit. Um, it's Scotty style. It's, oh. Uh,
1: oh, no. Kyle and
2: I, Kyle and I discussed this. Um, you know our thoughts on Scotty style. We're not fans. And I said, look, we're going to put – we're going to throw our hat in the ring. We're going to design our own burger to prove that it can be done better because we, you know, we don't want to just sit on the sidelines and criticize. We're all about getting involved, and you know, you got to enter the arena yourself if you're going to criticize, and so that's what we're going to do. We're each going to describe our ideal perfect burger, and you, the listener, get to decide how it stacks up to Scotty style. Yeah, I think about anyone here can make a better burger than Scotty
0: Style. The revolutionary putting french fries on your burger. I think eight-year-olds are doing that. Shit, probably four-year-olds know how to do that.
2: Yeah. Eight-year-olds know better than to do that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Isn't isn't it a really popular sandwich in Pittsburgh? can't remember what it's called. Yeah, uh, but that's
2: not a a burger. It's a sandwich. Yeah, it's the Pimanti Brothers. Thank
1: you. I remember yeah. one was provided after a particularly bad loss, but anyways.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, remember we played um,
1: <laughs> St. Saint Vincent. Vin-
0: no, we beat Saint Vincent.
1: Was that the game? Was that Clark's game winner?
0: Yeah, the overtime game winner.
1: All right, so we we won, but that and was the only game I've ever had in my life.
0: Slightly more of a
1: hint of where we went to school. It's it's going to be like a scavenger hunt for people. <laughs> They're gonna like put it all oh. together, and then we're and then we're Kyle.
2: Then we're gonna get canceled. Yeah, will the school still exist by the time they put it all together? Ah, uh, probably not. <laughs>
1: probably <laughs> not. It's a really good point. Yeah, they're um, bleeding out. They are in some pain. Well, there's another all right. Um, <laughs>
2: all right. As I uh, often say around dinner time, let's get to the burgers, Kyle. Let's start with you.
0: <laughs> all right. I have to think about this. I thought there's a lot of good burgers to have out there, right? Is it about the sauce? Is it about the toppings? It's kind of a little of both. We're going beautifully cooked. Toasted buns, of course. Sesame seed. Medium rare burger. Perfect. We're going a little mac and cheese on top.
1: Ooh, a little damn. bacon.
0: And a drizzle of ranch.
2: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Scotty style
2: my ass. Doesn't get much better than that now, does
1: it? That does
2: sound really good. Only improvement I have on that add a little buffalo sauce in addition to the ranch. Oh yeah.
1: Well, well, here's the question. Are you mixing the buffalo and the ranch in a like in a bowl before, or are you mixing it on top of the burger?
2: I think either works.
0: Yeah. That's a great question. Or you're just mixing it in the mac and cheese to start. Then it's just buffalo
2: Ooh. mac and cheese with some ranch. <laughs> These are all. I'll, I'll go. Elabra. I'll get mine now. I start off. You know, toasted bun. Obviously, it's, that goes without saying. You need a nice medium um, patty. Medium is normally what I go for.
1: Medium, uh, medium rare, medium,
2: medium rare. Yep. Yeah, Rock with and, that. And and you're gonna go. You're gonna go some pepper jack cheese.
0: Oh, there I didn't go. even think about cheese. Damn it. You
2: put mac and cheese mac, on it. Mac and cheese, oh, you're
0: good. That's fair. You're uh, good. So you
2: got some you got some pepper jack cheese. You got some bacon. Then we're gonna add a fried egg. Oh. Um, and then we got we got guacamole spread on the bun and some jalapenos. Oh, okay, I'm back in. I'm back Just in. in the
1: jalapenos. Yeah, yep. I'm back so in. Good.
0: Yeah, that's pretty damn that good. Sounds, A little huevos, that huevos so rancheros.
1: Good. That's what. The, yeah, that's what that sounds like. That sounds so good.
0: Oh, it's like that. Uh, that TikTok video. Who wants huevos rancheros now, bitches? <laughs>
1: um, all, right, all right, Luke. I, my... on, to,
0: on to the Luke burger.
1: Mine. I'm saying toasted brioche buns. Brioche is a top seed when it comes to hamburger buns. I agree, medium rare. But I'm going to change it to two smash patties with cheese in between them. Ooh. Then I'm going caramelized caramelized American. Then I'm going caramelized onions, bacon, jalapeno relish on top.
0: Oh, that's a good one too.
1: That would be my... And it's like, you know, it's like you can smash it with your hands. so It's nice and juicy. You
0: mm, can eat it in three bites
1: if you really wanted. A little crispy really ends on the smash burgers. Yeah. yeah, this was a bad idea.
0: Did I ever tell you guys, <laughs> bad idea.
1: Did
0: I ever tell you guys about the this hot dog vendor that I had at a lacrosse tournament my sophomore year of high school? No, it's but just, now I got to know. It's 114 degrees in Tallahassee, 98% humidity. So on the weather app, it said that it felt like 127 or some crazy shit like that. And this dude had a line around the block. And I was like, who the hell is eating hot dogs in this weather? I walk up to the front just to see what's on it. It's a hot dog with pulled pork, buffalo chicken, and mac and cheese.
1: And it's 127 degrees.
0: And people were just scarfing them down like Joey Chestnut, bro. I'm telling you, it. I couldn't put it down because I was like, I'm going to yak in one of these games. It was a seven-on-seven tournament because we were just going up and down the field. And that's when I got y- home, I, I tried uh, I tried replicating it. It disgusting. was immaculate.
1: I mean, it sounds good. It doesn't sound good in 127-degree weather.
0: No, but, I mean, it. when I ended up making one, it was
1: awesome. Uh, I could imagine. Yeah. Pulled pork on a hot dog. But what's better, Italian sausage or regular hot dog?
0: Ooh, depends what type of sausage. I got I
1: to gotta say Italian sausage.
0: A little mustard on it. Those are pretty good.
1: And, yeah. and uh, onions and pepper.
2: Maybe that's a – there's a lot of great types of sausages out there. We might have to do a sausage snake draft in a future episode. I'll go first, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Sims.
1: <laughs> Damn. Well, there goes mine.
2: Yeah, that 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 would be Kyle's favorite sausage to eat. Right, right there.
1: <laughs> there goes the neighborhood.
2: Oh
0: my god, that's what those. That's what all our neighbors said. My uh, when we moved into the house, Luke.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> the dude, fridge in our front yard for about a month. One one of these episodes, we should just do because Henry's been Henry was at that house. Henry's been to that house. We just got to do a yeah. description of the house because that is – I can't believe we – I can't believe we live there.
0: I was thinking about the mice the other day, how I got awoken to them, like, crawling on me.
1: Dude, not only that, but the selection of roommates we had. Yeah. I feel like I, we, need that to, too. I, we need to add one in particular just to see what he's doing and then hang up on him.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: <laughs> that would be so funny. Uh, anyways, those were our burgers.
2: Yep. <laughs> let us let us know what you think. Um, I I want to eat them all personally.
1: They all sound really good.
2: Yeah, I
0: was off with the egg when Henry was talking about it, but then as soon as he started continuing, I was like, "I'm back in." No, I'm. i
2: okay. telling you, fried, fried egg on a burger. You get you bite. You get that nice runny yolk. Fried egg on I a do burger like, uh, is really good.
1: Dude, fried eggs are really underrated. Fried eggs are delicious.
2: Kyle talking about the hot dogs a minute ago reminded me of this. Did everyone see the Phillies last night? Shout out to the Phillies fans. They did dollar dog night at the the Philly game and 40 something thousand fans showed up to get their dollar hot dogs and watch the game. So they're buying handfuls of these dollar hot dogs. And the issue with it is the Phillies were not playing well. And we all know what happens in Philly when the Team, when their team oh, is dude, not shot. playing well, these hot, Are dogs became, hot dogs, they were throwing hot dogs everywhere. <laughs> it was hysterical. They're like, this that. was grand opening, grand closing for dollar dog night at the Phillies games. Cause there's <laughs> no way they can have this promotion again.
1: Dude. They probably did like, they probably did like $200,000 in hot dog sales too.
2: <laughs> yeah. And they were all just getting thrown you, you five, you eat two, you throw the other three. <laughs>
0: Dude, I think the best part of that is if you take away Dollar Dog Night, they're just going to start throwing other shit.
1: Do <laughs> it doesn't matter what
0: dollars. it is. They're going to just throw more shit two because dollars they don't have Dollar night. Dollars. They're just going to throw more shit.
2: Yeah. That's unbelievable. Shout out to Phillies fans. Number one, on a Tuesday night, 40-something thousand of them showed up for some meaningless baseball and the Dollar Dog Night. And then they decided, you know what, we're not going to accept losing a game in April. Unacceptable. We are th- taking these dollar dogs, and we are going to throw them on the field, at each other, back and forth. They were just going back and forth in the stands. Like, people are just picking them up and throwing them again. <laughs> Dude, were they, Were they? did they have to, like, stop the game to get hot dogs off the field? I don't know. I know a couple of I got to look at this. us.
1: Apparently it enough, was that um, sounds awesome.
0: Apparently it was also college night.
1: Oh yeah. Wow. It
2: was college night combined with Dollar Dog Night. So I, I gotta can talk only to Only imagine it. the shit show. Yeah, you can details.
1: that. wasn't you a good idea. I bet it was like Althea's standing room only.
2: Yeah, it like sold out.
1: Of course it did. Dollar Dog Night. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, great promotion and just hysterical results.
1: I uh I actually – now going to keep the on the, the lookout for dollar dog night promotions anyway. How many yeah, dollar dogs do you think you could eat on an empty stomach? How many do you think you could eat?
0: Oh, even more than that. What do you guys think about the 999 challenge? You think you can do it? What's
1: the 999? What is that?
0: What is it? It's nine, nine dogs, nine beers, nine innings. Yeah, I could oh, do that. I'm all
1: over it. No problem.
0: Yeah, we, I didn't want to go for that myself, but I could do that. What's your What's your strategy going through it though? I think that's probably the most
2: interesting part.
1: It, it would be three beers to start.
2: Yeah, gotta and gotta get it all loosened up.
1: We're talking we're talking sixteen ounces, right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's and got a to tall be. boy. Yeah, it has yeah. to. Be. Yeah. All right, so I am putting away three beers probably in the first two innings, and then I am going to eat like four dogs.
2: Yeah, I think and then we're going to coast. Host. You get the first three beers in within the first two innings, and then, you know, you get that nice hunger going, and, and you just mow down the first four dogs, and then it's just beer, dog, beer, dog every inning from there, and you're going to finish with room to spare. And then you, and you mix
1: in a test tube shot of fireball so you can throw everything up.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, do you have to keep it down, or do you just have to get through it?
0: I think you probably got to keep
2: it down. You got
0: to keep it down. You got to keep, yeah, it, you gotta keep it down. You for, the park. At, yeah, at least yeah. until you get
2: home. Until you get home. Until you get home. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, 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 no. You just got to make it out of the park. Oh, my God. Luke, do we want to tell that story? Have we already told that story about that, that night in Tampa? I don't,
1: I don't think so.
0: All right. So, Henry, you probably heard this one. So, I had no idea. I've seen Luke drink about just about anything known on God's green earth. I've seen Everything. this man put it into his system It'd be and be all right. Uh, we went to the Gators bowl game last season when they were playing UCF, and
1: at, at, at what's Tampa's field's name?
0: Oh, uh, Raymond James.
1: Ray, at Raymond James. So I guess just, I should probably start from the beginning. The I should probably start yeah.
0: from the beginning. Luke picks me up at like seven a.m. Yeah,
1: it was. We early. Stop
0: it! Stop at my local Publix. We pick up how many? How many? BLS we got we were drinking
1: and we got Coors banquet for some reason.
0: Yeah. How many how many so did we're we drinking,
1: eat? Uh, We probably had between the two is probably had like 70 beers.
0: Yeah. We had, what do you think we put down so we get we get there at about eleven? Two Oh James, drink responsibly, by the way. <laughs> and uh so tailgate the game's at like eight. And we, the most degenerate thing in the world. So degenerate. Sitting there in the back of Luke's truck. Everyone's getting out, starting setting up their tents and everything, tailgate, and They brought all their stuff their Grills, tables, coolers.
1: I think we had sandwiches, TVs, didn't we? TVs, uh, cups. I mean, we didn't have anything.
0: And Luke and I pull out the Yeti. We slap it in the back of the truck and just sit on the bed of the truck. And people next to us were like, oh, do you guys need help setting up? And Luke goes, oh, we are set up. They went, oh, like, do you have anything else? And we're like,
1: no, this is it. They're like, oh, are you expecting no, more people? Is- no. We we're, we're, yeah. Kyle and I are sitting on the tailgate, and all these people are walking by, and we've just got this, I mean, the, one of the big Yetis just packed, full of shit, and we're just, and we're drinking them and throwing them back in the cooler when we're done with them. Like, just, like, recycling them back in there. And then one of the all-time Kyle and, Kyle and Luke friendship moments is we go to... There's a great video. a video I had, and we shot on a and I cut my thumb so bad. There was a consideration to go get stitches. <laughs> oh no! Oh,
0: but no. being the football um, guys that we are, Luke we wrapped, wrapped it, I, Luke took an old shirt, cut up a strip, wrapped it around his finger, and just left it. Just oh, and I think it. I think we sterilized it. We were we were smart. We sterilized it with some Bud Light.
1: With some more Bud Light. Yeah, dude, and I'm like the, the like, alcohol kills it. the
2: vi- kills the virus.
1: Yeah, had to. i do. I'm like wrapped it. I think Kyle and I had to have been at least ten beers deep each. When we said st- we're like, all right, let's go in. Like, uh, we were like gonna go walk to the pirate ship. But like, we were like, all right, well, let's just go in. So we go in, and on our way in, this person selling test tube uh, test tube shots of Fireball. I yeah, guess, and right, it, it,
0: even worse. He, so we go up, and we're like, I was like, yo, Luke, I'll get us some beers. So we go up there, and Luke's, like, looking at his finger still and making sure it's well. It's still been bleeding for, like, six hours at this point. <laughs> and Luke's not really paying attention, neither am I, because I'm, like, watching him. And the guy's like, all right, we'll get a beer, like, get a Bud Light. And the guy's like, oh, do you guys want, a, like, a, a test tube shot with it? And we we're like, yeah, sure, fuck oh, it, like, right? Yeah.
1: You know, it was, like, another dollar or something.
0: Yeah. And we didn't realize it was Fireball. Like, yeah, that's something I think you need to, like, preface saying, like, oh, it's Fireball. Yeah, and then we got it. We're like, "What the hell do we do with this?" Luke took it like a shot. I poured it in my beer, and honestly, not a bad creation.
1: No, the the beer was was the move. And Luke
0: Luke takes the shot, and then immediately looks at me like he's starting to turn green. And I was like, "What's wrong with you?" He's like, "I hate fireball." (laughs) Yeah. And we couldn't even make it up, like, ten steps. Luke sprints over to her trash can, it starts just unleashes. blowing chunks everywhere, and this family comes walking by us, and they, like, take their kids that are on the inside, and they move them to the we outside, like, the stay, outside. Away, stay away from the crazy man. Dude, it was so bad. Like, basically, like, shelter and look away from the strange man who's throwing up that
1: in the was... trash can. It was so, so bad.
2: Oh, oh no. My God. Oh, that's awesome. It was,
1: it was so bad. And and then Florida proceeded to lose as Kyle and, I, Kyle and I almost got in a fight with the entire student body from UCF.
0: Yeah, apparently it's not a good idea to remind UCF kids that it's a backup school. It's a backup school. So we, we got there. We go walking up past all the UCF kids, and we're just going, backup school. And they were so mad. My best. Oh my
2: god! Dude, yeah. They were like, if, probably best, "If those kids could read, they'd be very upset."
0: <laughs> Spot on, dude. <laughs> my best is that they were like, to try and prove that I went to UF. They were like, "Yo, pull up your canvas right now. I bet you don't even go to UF." And I was like, "What? What? What does that mean? Like, you want to check my grades? Like, that's your comeback?" Well, I went and pulled up a, a
1: screenshot from Google. It was like, "Yeah, here it is." <laughs> and dipshits were like, "Oh, okay." Like, oh yeah. shit! So- <laughs> it
2: doesn't take much to trick them. No, I mean, yeah, no, dude, it
1: was, that was at
0: all-time. They time. think they had a national championship, and we determined that talking to them.
1: We did. <laughs> we did. There was there was nothing off limits at that point. I, and at that point, right? I had I'd had I don't know fourteen beers. Fourteen. A shot a fireball. Yeah, we had way more than that. We dude, we brought probably. I'm not even kidding.
0: I think we probably before that game started. We probably each had
1: twenty. I would bet it. We were drinking beer like nobody's business. Look, we got there at eleven. I know the vibes were good too. I think
0: we had vibes were great
1: great over. Yeah, we were. We were. I was pretty trash leaving that stadium. Yeah, and then, and then, uh, yeah. But at that point, I'd thrown up, so you know all the all of it's hit my blood. So I'm just looking, I'm running around looking for a fight at that point. <laughs> it like, oh yeah. It was like, it was like, okay, well, here we go. So that wasn't all the time. Henry, I wish you would have, I wish you would have been there for that trip because the show was so funny, dude.
2: Yeah. That's, that's awesome. You could
1: have, you could have chirped in and were like, well, I go to Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. That
1: would have been great.
2: Yeah, Henry has been like, I don't care who wins. <laughs> I, I don't it's care funny.
1: Um watch football. Yeah. We do talk about the elephant in the room. Uh Wisconsin softball.
2: We do, yes. Uh the Badgers. My Wisconsin Badgers. Um, do they own Purdue?
1: They uh People are asking that. They Lots um, of people. look as a as a fan, as a boyfriend of a player, I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> it was it was a tough weekend for the old Boilermakers.
0: I can only imagine I didn't even uh, know what the score was. And right before the podcast when I saw that was on the show notes, I looked it up and it was just back to back seven nothings.
1: Yeah. It wasn't all that. Yeah, one bad. of them was a no hitter too. Yeah, no, that girl was pitcher of the week in the Big Ten too. Um the the worst part about it was is like they they would go up like and there's there's mercy rules, so I think it's their uh, I think it's up eight after five right and they would get right to there so like the game's over right and they'd get right to there and it almost felt like they're like no let's let's play the whole game and just like wouldn't score again so everyone could go oh. but i did watch the the masters on my phone so
2: it was all right you have to that's a requirement it was uh
1: um well that was that was for research for the pod so it was work obviously yeah.
0: <laughs> gotta but, get your work uh, done yeah, yeah
1: so you know there's no there's no shame there um, yeah, but yeah, it was it was a rough weekend. Yeah, We're I'm sure you're, your girlfriend home.
0: probably asks. It's a Wednesday night. Why are you drinking twelve beers?
2: Business.
1: Yes, I'm only. I think I have to get up and drive all the way back to Virginia tomorrow. So um,
2: you got to entertain the
1: client. It's gonna be a three-four beer night, probably depending on little little update. It's one-one in the top of the fifth. Um, they're playing SIUE. Little bit of a pitching duel, but yeah, no, it was, it was a brutal weekend. It was a brutal weekend. I will say that, um, we do need to go. I really want to go to Wisconsin now after walking Purdue's campus because, first of all, Henry can show us all of his old haunts and, uh, oh, yeah. and holy crap, the school is huge.
2: Yeah, you, you haven't seen anything yet. Um,
1: that and, and, uh, from where Kyle and I went, I mean, the, fucking admissions building is the size of our entire campus
2: so
0: (laughs) yeah my first day in Gainesville like was like
1: wow like this is dude I couldn't imagine being an 18 year old being dropped off at a a school like that I mean Henry you did it
2: yeah I did it it was it was the uh best decision I ever made um just an unbelievable unbelievable experience uh I'm not sure how I survived but I made it through, <laughs> got my degree, um, probably took about 10 years off my oh, no. life, but all right. worth it. Yeah,
0: I felt like such a rookie, you know, walking around last year. And like all the kids are like walking by, you know, the stadium in Gainesville, it's built in the middle of campus. That's so, so sick. Yeah. So when That's people how, like, uh... We're walking to class and we walk by it. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's not a big deal. I'm like, dude, it's the fucking swamp. Like, it's right there. And you guys are just walking by like it's no big deal. I'm like, come on.
2: That's how uh, Camp Randall so nice. at, at Wisconsin is. It's right on campus. They don't have any big surface parking lots surrounding it. Which um, I think I will, is
0: the purest way to have college football. Right.
2: I will never forget um, freshman year. We had the Friday night primetime ESPN game against Western Kentucky to kick off the season because we were going into that year ranked fifth in the country. What happened after that is unimportant. Um,
1: wait a second. Wisconsin football was ranked fifth in the country. Fifth in the
2: country back in 2018 because they had just come off beating, crushing Miami in the Orange Bowl, and they were returning their starter at quarterback Alex Hornibrook, who all-time name awful, then proceeded All to have an name. awful year. Um. But I will never forget right? – class hadn't even started yet. Class started the next Tuesday for us. Um,
1: that's, that's the way to do it. That's, so you're locked shut in. Shut yeah. University. Right. Shut yeah. up, and the so University for that.
2: Friday, Friday morning, uh, my roommate who I had just met two days earlier when we moved in, uh, he's like, I know so – one of my friends from home because he was from Milwaukee. Uh, one of my friends from home, his older sister has a tailgate right by the stadium that we can go to. And so we pull up literally across. It's just a two-lane road, and then there's houses. And we're in the backyard of one of those houses. Uh, we're drinking. I'm like, this is this is what it's all about. Um, and the ESPN camera crew comes up to shoot B-roll for going to commercial break. We end up – so I end up on ESPN before I've even gone to a single lecture. And – I will never forget stepping into that – walking into that stadium, stepping up onto the bleachers, looking down on the field under the lights. It was the most amazing thing I'd ever <laughs> – like, I was instantly, like, in love with Wisconsin football. And Yeah, dude, it's dude. it's that
0: first time, like – I mean, obviously, I grew up a Gator fan, so it was a little different. But, like, the first big time, I think, UF moment I had was this season – Going, I mean, obviously just going to the bars like my first year at UF and just seeing like how everyone gets all in on it. But it was this year, week one, when we played Utah. And oh. and Anthony Richardson put on a show. Yeah, he did. And upsetting Utah when they were supposed to the people were talking, maybe they're gonna go to the college football playoffs, and winning on a pick to end the game. And the place Dude, that, went nuts.
1: That had been just pure pandemonium.
0: Yeah, and I mean People had their Apple Watches going off throughout the game when Swamp sold out with the, like, oh, it's too loud. Like, you need to leave this. We had, uh, when Anthony Richardson made that run this year against LSU, it reached, like, I forgot what the exact decibel number was, but it was compar- comparable to a jet engine.
2: Yeah, it's, you get these big 80. It was rocking. You could feel big. the
0: sound shaking you in the Swamp. Yeah,
2: it's these big eighty thousand seat college football stadiums. There's nothing like them. I gotta get down to the swamp. I gotta get you yeah. guys up to Camp Randall.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to um, see what it looks like at Camp Randall because the swamp it holds it's like ninety two thousand people. It's yeah. I what
2: the swamp is
1: that's nuts.
2: Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Camp Randall's like eighty one, but it's it, I'm gonna the place I'm rocks. Is-
0: I want to go. I want to go for a jump around because every time oh yeah i heard so many stories about how when you everyone's jumping around that you feel the stadium like moving
2: yeah because it's it's one of the oldest stadiums in college football it um and they actually had to stop they stopped doing jump around for a season because the upper deck was swaying so much they had to bring in structural engineers uh to make sure it was safe to continue with jump around turns out it's safe the tradition continues it's one of the greatest traditions in college football. Ooh, um, we
0: might have to do that. Do a, a draft of best college football traditions.
2: Yeah, that's, And we'll great, have to we'll have numbers. to preface What's with done?
0: no jump around and no won't back down for UF.
1: Yeah, great.
2: I, yep. Uh, okay, so that. it's a, So it's a race for third place. Don't say now. it. Don't say yeah. it. Don't, don't say, say it. it. I mean, there's I there's we... no better tradition in in college football. I don't know. Won't knows. back down's pretty nice. It is pretty cool. Pretty awesome. As, a, as, a, especially as a, a Tom
1: Petty after, fan, it's really cool. Especially after he died and the whole stadium was singing it. Chills every time I watch it.
0: Well, this year we had Tom Petty night when it was LSU. We're sitting in the front row. And I was like, who the fuck are these weirdos standing on the field? I was like, how the hell did they get there?" Oh, no. oh, no. It was Tom Petty's family.
1: Oh, oh God, no. Kyle, Kyle, we might have to cut that. <laughs> That's so funny. No, no, that's great. I'm just giving you shit. That's so funny,
0: though. I was like, "How?" I was like, "Why did they get to go down there?" I was like, "None of them are even wearing UF stuff."
2: <laughs> yeah. And
0: they were like introducing the Petty family, and I was like, "Ah,
2: oh, shit." <laughs> like, oh fuck. No, I, I actually.
1: Like, I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, I love, I love the traditions, man, and. Have
1: um schedules come out yet?
2: Yeah, 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 Oh, yeah. Man, they've been out. Thank <laughs> God. You
0: have starts on switch. a Thursday next year.
1: Oh, God, why? We got to go
0: play Utah in Utah on a Thursday.
2: Wow. Yeah. Kid. That'll be – well, I mean, everyone who's a college football fan will be tuned in for that one.
1: Yeah. I'll be watching that. Go cool. Gators.
0: God damn it. I have to... That just made me so sad. I have to watch Graham Mertz throw a football.
2: Fuck. You get no, to watch no. Grant Mertz throw a football. You're right. You're, oh God, it's the mentality.
0: It. I have the pleasure of watching Grant Mertz throw a football.
2: Grammy Heisman, baby.
0: I'm lucky. Kyle,
1: are, are you going to uh, the orange and blue game tomorrow? Uh,
0: I'm trying to. I think I'm going to try. We have practice that ends at 7. The game starts at 7.30. So I might just Kyle, I'm gonna come. get home, slam some beers, and just try and – Dude, sl- I
1: think I'm I'm gonna try and come for fucking Florida State.
0: Oh, that's gonna be a good one. Or, or what to... about
1: Ten- Tennessee on September sixteenth? Yeah. Oh that would be nuts. Yeah. Alright, I'm definitely gonna make it down there. Or Georgia. But that's not yeah. gonna be in
0: No, that's in Jacksonville.
2: Yeah, I gotta that's not gonna I gotta there. I gotta find a time. I got my uh I do have my Wisconsin trip next year locked in, gonna get back for the Iowa game.
1: Oh, is that oh
2: no, Henry hates Iowa?
1: You weren't gonna fucking uh, tell us about that, huh?
2: I I've told you about it. And I'm I I'm telling everyone about.
1: it. I might try to make that one too. Yeah, that sounds like a blast.
2: Yeah, it, it'll be an awesome weekend, um, especially because the Badgers are gonna win this year. Uh, we say that every year. Badge, no, Badgers are gonna be good. We got Luke Fickle, whole new system. It's, it's well, we we have Graham Mertz. It's an exciting time to be a Badger fan.
1: October fourteenth, Henry.
2: Yep, that's the one.
1: Okay. All right. So I have so to so put some things weird. on my schedule.
0: October so fifteen. That's, yeah, it's
1: just sacrilegious. It's gonna be. Yeah, that that's a different debate. Like, I can't believe that they let anyone wear fifteen after Timmy Tabbata. Yeah.
2: Well, that they are do it.
0: Yeah, but that's different.
2: Okay.
1: Well, his nickname kind of worked for it.
0: Well, he was two before that.
1: Two's a much harder number. I would have worn two. Why'd you switch?
0: Because um, did, him and Tebow got em- They were, like, throwing together, and they were working with each other. So All right, then. he picked up 15 and did AR 15.
1: Emery Jones wore five, right? Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. No, that's, that's my favorite Merch's quarterback ever.
2: At, that's what Mertz wore at Wisconsin. I don't know why I didn't just stick with that. He wore cur- five? Cursed because yeah. Emery Jones.
0: I've never seen someone in the history of watching Florida football... I've never seen someone get booed off the field several times in a season. (laughs) Literally during the Florida state game last season or two seasons ago, people booed him off the field, cheered when he came off and got pulled and chanted. We want AR. Oh my God. That's awesome. God, we're getting so old.
2: It's, it's coming. College football season. will be here before we know it.
1: Oh my God. Then the NFL. Oh my God.
2: Best time of the year. It also, is getting
1: close, sort of
2: with with the sports. Speaking of sports, ending and starting, um, the NCAA hockey men's national championship. Did you guys see that?
1: No, uh, it was in Tampa, wasn't I it?
2: Just... Yeah, it was in Tampa. It was Minnesota versus Quinnipiac, and oh, I did see that Quinnipiac won. Min- Min- yeah, Minnesota was up two nothing in the second period, then up two one in the third period. Um, Quinnipiac scored late in the third period to force overtime and then scored off the opening face-off 10 seconds into overtime. Won the face-off, got it into the zone, let three passes, and the puck was in the net.
1: <laughs> That's nuts. What a good week for uh, Connecticut sports.
2: Yeah, and as always, uh, Minnesota can suck it. <laughs>
1: that was real subtle.
2: Yeah, the goofers.
0: Oh, my God, did you guys see – let me send you this thread. I saw it today. Switching gears. Um, you know, with all the playing stuff for the NBA, thread popped up.
1: Uh, are you talking about the Rudy Gobert thing?
0: No, even better. It was just the thread of all the times that LeBron James has lied.
2: Oh my God, <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> I just sent it I to you I guys. S- it's some of the best on ones. Twitter?
0: Yeah. Uh, the Marcus Rashford with the. Uh, like, his old coach having a saying, it's like, you know, oh, never be out hustled, like, that's your greatest strength, and LeBron
2: immediately going, yeah, oh yeah, that's my favorite saying. I think my favorite is when he pretends to read books.
1: Oh my god. That was I one of the ones Henry, that I just... Where he just always is just, on the first page. Dude, I had, I had just scrolled. <laughs> my third scroll was just a, a pack of four pictures, right? And they're all on the first page. <laughs>
0: no. that one it says always stays on page one. Oh
2: my god now, now to be fair to LeBron he went straight to the NBA so he never got the college basketball experience as a big time college athlete so he never got that experience of pretending to read books which oh. he could have had had he gone to UNC
1: oh my god dude this, this, this threat one, is that where he yeah. was going to go
2: sorry he says, no, he's probably, he says he was gonna, gonna, gonna go gonna to go Ohio. To he's, he was gonna go to everywhere. He was gonna go to whoever or oh, right. he had a locker at Ohio
0: State. This one um, for... this one's pretty funny. It has the uh the LeBron seen... meme, you know, with the uh seen... the lying meme where he said he Kobe was gonna drop eighty one. But it says I remember the morning the Titanic departed from England. I was supposed to be on that ship. They called it unsinkable, <laughs> but I had a bad feeling.
1: <laughs> Dude the look. Le- the LeBron beams are great. I'm looking at this one and it's a picture of Steph Curry at Davidson. Oh no. Stay in. Oh, good catch. Good catch. Um I see the David one. You're saying, about. Davidson, oh. Steph Curry, and there was him in the stands with his mouth open and says knew he was special. I'm looking at that one right now. Oh, dude, man. there was an is... all-time one. Going I, I have the one
0: where it's LeBron saying, I seen three baskets, so I just shot at the middle one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, after he got, like, poked in the eye, like, way earlier in yep. that game.
0: Yep. I also love the one where he said he was listening to Migos in, like, 2014, and Migos hadn't even released an album yet. Yeah, it was
2: like it hadn't come out yet. He's like, I remember listening to that back in. I was telling
1: everyone in the locker room, like, yo, these guys are fire.
2: It's like I haven't heard any music yet.
1: Have you guys ever seen the video of the Heat doing the uh, the Harlem Show? Oh, Shake. what's that? Yeah. That's an all-time video. That is an all-time video, dude. That video is yeah, so funny. Um, yeah, bring back anyway
0: when the NBA was dude, like, kind of falling out. Everyone sucked.
1: I actually, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, the NBA actually was a lot of fun when the Heat had the big three. Like the NBA, the NBA was fun a before while.
0: everyone became like such prima donnas like they are now.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's very political now too, but um. Dude, did you guys see the Rudy Gobert thing? Yeah, or just reached over and slugged his teammate. Dude, that's nuts. They have to trade him, right?
0: I think Rudy Gobert is starting to become just what use does he have anymore? You know what I mean, dude? The league is so far away from that. It's just becoming what purpose does he have besides being dude, he's
1: like a he's like a poor man's Draymond Green. I can't believe I just said that, but like, uh, he's just like he wants to be a villain so bad. It feels like
0: even more than that. I'm just saying, what role does he is he going to start having on teams? He's he's going to turn into a Russell Westbrook. and it's going to be passing or, around from team to team anymore. He's yeah, he's dude, got a defensive like prowess about him, but at what dude, point does that not matter anymore?
1: Right, the best comparison and his canter. Oh, you remember when he, he 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 was just like. He had like the flurry of like I think he had two really good years and got himself paid, which this is a very let's get everyone paid pro podcast. But like he got he got his money and then dude, do you remember? And his cancer was being like investigated as a terrorist in his in his hometown or home country or whatever. Oh my! God. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying Rudy Gobert is terrorist. Let's get that out. I'm just saying like what a guy and his cancer was like you want to talk about baggage
2: God, where like was he's he last literally
1: not allowed back in his country
2: he's not still He there's a
1: nick i think no 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 he's got to be he's got to be somewhere overseas or maybe let me think all
0: right luke yeah. i'll give you 3 guesses nba teams where is Ennis Kenter?
1: he's on an nba team
0: no just in general if he's on an nba team i'll give you 3 guesses houston
1: uh Houston Trailblazers. Definitely not playing for the Knicks anymore because they're good. Maybe the Magic. And one more? Oh, four? Um
0: Oh, sorry, was that three?
1: That was three. Uh the I'd answer is nobody. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah,
0: I think he must have retired. He uh doesn't say he's on any team anywhere.
1: Anywhere. Interesting. Do you see the like, DeMarcus, Demarcus Cousins going to play in Puerto Rico? What? Yeah. How about and did you know Dwight Howard's playing in Japan? No, he I thought was he was their in China. State. I thought he was in oh China. maybe China. But he was he was he was in their three point competition. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I'm a big I'm a big Dwight Howard guy.
0: God, I remember when Dwight Howard went to the Lakers and the league was supposed to be over?
1: Dude, because they thought it was like the second coming of Kobe and Shaq.
0: And then everyone went, oh, I guess the Magic were just pretty bad. Dude, he, but Dwight Howard carried it the team.
1: Dude, and, and he wore those on well, the Magic. That was – that's. by the way, that's one of the craziest runs in NBA history. He mm-hmm. took that team to the finals. Yep. Uh, get it. Damn. Uh, uh, the other thing, dude, is he wore those, like, all-black sleeves with, like, the silver, like, crisscross pattern on them? Yeah, and when you wear them in 2K, so, the Dwight Howard so sleeves in 2K. Yeah, those are so fresh, dude. Those are so sick. But those—that's an all-time like drip moment. Double sleeve with the with like an accent on him. Oh, a
2: little Chipotle action. Oh yeah, had to had to do it. All that food talk earlier made me hungry. Little Doordash.
1: Is that what you were doing on your phone? Were you, <laughs> are you yep. oh, me? Yeah, I was Chipotle. <laughs> that's awesome.
2: Yeah. Oh too much too much burger talk. I was like, I gotta get something to eat. That's not
1: a brand deal either, so you, just pull That's with money. Have
2: you guys um
0: has anyone seen that movie Air yet? Oh no. No, but I wanna no. yeah,
2: see it.
0: No. I was just thinking about it and I was like, what are some other like sports stories that you think would make for like really good movies? And I will oh, process by saying we we can't say the two thousand and eight Florida Gators. That's right. We've already, seen already they already are having something come out.
1: Yeah, I can't. By the way, I watched that I might watch that ten times. Um, I think a Kobe documentary, because apparently that exists. Like apparently there's a whole bunch of footage that he had that like from his final season. Um that and then um also I think they could do like a similar thing with air for Steph Curry and Under Armour. It might not be as interesting, but
2: uh but like that hasn't that hasn't had anywhere near the cultural impact.
1: Agreed. Agreed, but it is like they gave Steph the same deal. Like, when they came out and gave Steph like a lifetime Under Armour deal, they structured it the same way that MJ. But LeBron, LeBron I will watch when LeBron's documentary comes out too one day, as much as I'm yeah. not a LeBron guy.
2: We'll do a uh, live fact check of it on the pod. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to. Yeah. Um, hmm. What are some other good – sports stories, I think I don't know because they did. I was going to say the Lions recently, but they did Hard Knocks with the Lions.
2: Yeah, Hard Knocks is always great. Um, I
1: love Hard. Do, oh, who is it this year? They've definitely said right. I don't know. Not I, don't, yet?
2: I don't think they No, not yet. Damn. Um, that'll I be that'll be exciting. Terrible. Yeah, it, it always is.
1: Let's see. I'm going to read the. Um, I'll wait for Kyle read eligible
0: teams. Yeah. How is only, uh I know the Jets are
1: up for it. Yeah. So Jets, Bears, Saints, Commanders.
2: I hope it's the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. I, Jets, I right. want to see how Zach Wilson plans to make Aaron Rodgers' life miserable.
1: Dude, do you think they'll cut him? No, I don't think you he can.
0: He's too cheap right What's now. His...
2: They're not going to give him a second contract, but they won't. No, come. he's never oh, going to get a
1: second contract. They're not going to pick up his fifth year.
0: I think it just becomes – it's like an optics thing at that point. If you cut Zach Wilson, he's untouchable. But if you trade him, he's still got
1: some value right now. Yeah, not not a lot, but more than none. Where's he going to go? Like, what what do you do with the kid that lost the faith of his locker room? And what sucks is he just got – he was not a number two overall pick. No, it's just that that Thoreau carried him. Like, (laughs) by the way, now it's like a – Please tell me everyone saw Anthony Richards try to put a hole through the fucking ceiling in his pronoun.
2: Oh, yeah. That was awesome. dude. That's a yeah,
1: and he, how about when he came out and he was like, well, I saw Will Levis hit the roof, so I figured I'd try to put a hole through it. Uh, pick that guy number one.
0: Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about draft next week because I saw some good ones. But I think yeah, Zach Wilson – Where do you think Zach Wilson can end up? Sure. I'm thinking somewhere that's kind of like – it sounds crazy, but like put him out to pasture – In a way, somewhere that's really not going to get a lot of media attention. And he can just kind of. Yeah, but I mean, they got to the back right now.
1: What about. No, Seattle's going to pick a quarterback, so probably not there. Um... The Rams. No, I I thought about that,
0: but I think that's probably even worse.
1: It's too big of a market for him.
2: I can see him as a high school football coach, Good sure play, uh,
1: well double player he's
2: willing to make deals with parents for playing time,
0: you know he's willing to make <laughs> deals with the moms
2: that's what yeah that's what I'm saying little uh, <laughs> oh, you, you, like, want, I'm... you want your son you want your son to start a wide receiver this year well dude, was... you know uh.
1: I was trying to think. What would be the other two? I'm trying. It's got to be such a small market. What if he was went backed up Jordan Love? Uh,
2: I think they got too much shit going on there for that. I don't think. I don't think he can handle the uh, Green Bay. Um, Dude,
1: he might. He might not get another chance.
2: <laughs> I, 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 I mean, there's just no redeeming qualities at this point. Honestly, he, he's never going to be a good starter because he he just simply. He does not have the dog in him, dude. It's what? not only
1: that; it's it's that he lost the faith of the locker room. Like that's a crazy thing to have happened to you, especially as a rookie, rookie, rookie. Mm, sophomore, sophomore. Thank you, but yeah. that's that's I not. Mean, and then and then how about when uh, he doesn't know how to act
2: around people? True. No, but not Mike
1: Mike White comes in, and then you know everyone in New York is like, "Oh, this is our savior, Pan." Like that shit was crazy. Even the guys on the
0: like the receivers are like yeah this is our guy, but here's yeah, a quick Yeah, we'd one. rather. What about Atlanta? Yeah, I don't.
1: Atlanta's good. I, I think they got. It, they have I a think... big market, but oh no one gives a shit. Dude, how have we not talked about OBJ to the fucking Ravens yet? Because we already called it. Yeah, we did already call it. We did it. call I it. I should have listened to you. But yeah, so far, dude. He got $15 million guaranteed for a year. Yeah. we For I a mean, franchise we, that doesn't pay offensive weapons. They, well, other than Flacco, that one time. And they yeah. had to sit and, and essentially, but like, you got to think Lamar is going to play under the tag now.
2: He said he wouldn't, though. He said he's not going to sign it.
1: I know he said that, but dude, if, if, just think about it. You get a year with OB, which also, what kind of OBJ are you going to get? But thirty six and a half million.
2: A year with a year with OBJ is not the same thing now, now that it used to be. I mean, the dude was out of the league last year.
1: True, but let's just say he goes and he plays under the tag and he wins twelve games with OBJ. Yeah, like they but win I, twelve games and let's say they they're not going to win the division because Burrow's going to win that division. Ooh, I don't know, actually.
2: Yeah, look, OBJ is going to win that division. But. OBJ had a he had some greaters, obviously some all time great catches. But the dude's he's past his prime now. He was out of the league Two entirely ACL. last year. Yeah, he's out of the league entirely last year. He's a replacement level wide receiver at this point.
1: But they gave they gave him fifteen million.
2: Yeah, and I think that was stupid.
0: I do too. I don't like the price.
1: But I said the
2: same thing. not you
0: like
1: thing. the signing?
2: I said the
0: same thing when he went to the Rams. I was like, he's past his prime, he's not worth it. And he went to the Rams and he was cooking.
1: Okay, but here's my here's my come back to that. He had Cooper Cup lining up on the other side, the the, the, the triple crown winner, wide receiver, the Super Bowl MVP that year. Yeah. With, also, by the way, a, people still yeah. gotta pay
0: attention to Mark Andrews. He doesn't not exist anymore. That's
2: true. Right, I just I just don't understand from the Ravens' perspective. Your big issue right now is you are saying you can't afford to pay Lamar what he wants and yeah. what he's probably worth. And you're going to give all this money to OBJ when arguably you'd be better off signing Lamar and going out and drafting some young receivers cheap. Yeah,
0: I feel like we say that every year. Like every year we come out of the draft and the Ravens like, yep, they boosted up their defense again, their defense, their defense.
1: That's how they won a Super Bowl, though.
2: Well, they did with Brown, and he just didn't work out.
1: I just, I actually thought… But I think it's even weirder now that trade looks even shittier because you would have had Hollywood Brown, OBJ, and Mark Andrews. I mean, yeah. then again, that trade was in the middle of the year. So like I, I don't know. They I don't know that they saw the OBJ thing. I just think kind of I that. just think
2: the OBJ name is better than what he actually is at this point Agreed. in his career.
1: Dude, and can I honestly and the Ravens the
2: Ravens just paid for the name?
1: On that and they made their season ticket holders really happy. I think they
0: overspent. I'm not sold that OBJ's done yet.
2: Yeah, I, hate, I do hate the whole like, and I did make the season ticket holders happy because they're like, see, we're doing something at receiver. But ultimately, what makes your season ticket holders happy is if they go to the game and the team wins more often than not. True.
1: And they You'd get to leave the-, the
2: game excited and happy. That's what really makes them happy. All this off-season stuff. It's dude, temporary.
1: So I want to pose something to you guys. I was thinking about this the other day. Do you think that the, the Ravens are just like, hey, like we don't want to make Lamar the initial offer because we don't want to set the market and like let someone because someone at some point, you've got to think and it's going to happen after the draft, but you got to think someone's going to make uh make an offer. uh And that and then like the Ravens, you know, they can chase the match and, you no, know, I, you I throw I another just... 10 million on it, but I just think it's nuts.
2: I mean, I I just don't get that, though, because you've kind of burned some bridges at this point with him, all, organizationally, all and compare that to, you look at what, um, Jalen Hurts is going to need his deal done at some point this year, and it's going to get done, and the Eagles, the general manager, the owner, they've all been, the coach, they've all been like, Jalen Hurts is our guy, we're going to, you know, we're going to work with him to make it so we can pay him what he's worth and still maintain the ability to put a good team around him, you know, just i don't understand let's go why the ravens are doing it the way they are if you either they think he's their guy or they don't and if you think he's your guy and i think he is then you you work it out you sit down and you're like let's get this figured out
1: yeah
0: i agree i think it kind of goes in two different ways i feel like the bridge has been burned both ways i think lamar before the season. Remember, like, even before this past season even started, Lamar with all the pay me, I need to be paid. He had his Instagram profile picture was the grill that said, I need money.
1: Yeah. I
0: I don't think that's a great way to start the year. I don't think that helps. True.
1: And and do you remember when he took that sign from the fan and signed it and, like, pointed to it and it was, like, pay Lamar or whatever?
0: Yeah, I don't think Lamar – let's – I know the media likes to take it one way. Let's move past the way the media wants to spin it all and just go with – Let's also look at it from the Ravens' perspective. Lamar hasn't handled this the best going into this. Time. No,
2: no, he hasn't.
0: He's, he
1: he's treating he's it like also, a belt,
0: and let's no one's Henry, talking about that. That there's maybe at a bridge that was burned before the season even started.
1: Dude, that? Well, ha- no, go ahead, Henry. You go ahead.
2: He's handled it in a way where he's given not only the Ravens front office but NFL front offices in general an incentive for it to not work out for him. They, because cool. it's, it's, it's whether it's right or wrong. It's a pain for these NF when you know you have players making these demands really publicly, and the way Lamar did, GMs don't want that because it makes their life more difficult.
1: Yeah, and look, I, I want to put a preferences with this. We're this by no means none of us are Lamar haters or anything. Like he's one of the most electric players to watch, not only when he was at Louisville but also in the league. I mean, he's a unanimous MVP. But what has he done? Like, I'm I'm sorry, like, and I, I don't mean that in a sense of, like, dude, being unanimous MVP in the NFL is really hard to do, like, and I understand that. Uh, Joe Burrow took his team to back-to-back, one year went to the Super Bowl, the other year went to an AFC Championship, and, like, and they're saying, like, and he's, it feels like he's demanding money, like, he's going to get, and, and the other thing, too, is, like, I don't, look, Lamar was hurt at the end of the year, no doubt, I, I don't just, like, there's no way he wasn't. You know, he's a baller. He wants to play. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. those guys want to play football. But you don't think that if they would have made him an offer and paid him right then, he would have tried to play?
0: i like, yeah. I think and, that and I, that touches on very closely what I was thinking is, yeah, we yeah. know Lamar, Lamar was hurt at first. But the question is coming up when they came out and said it was going to be a couple week injury and he missed the rest of the year. The rest I, think, of the season. I think that's when it starts going from. He's. I, I think they were going to pay him that money. I'm obviously I'm not a GM, and I'm pretty stupid, but I kind of had the feeling he was getting paid. I did too.
1: Yeah.
0: And I then thought, he out the rest of the almost... year, and that's when the questions came up of, is Lamar going to get paid?
1: Dude, but well, you know what? I it, think... felt, it felt like a mid-season holdout.
2: Yeah, it did. And I feel like...
0: But I assumed. I thought he was sitting out just being like, I'm not going to play.
2: I think to, Luke,
1: felt...
2: to, go go Luke's ahead. Point, to Luke's point earlier yeah. – um, with you mentioned, like, what, what have the Ravens done with him? And that's less about Lamar as a player, because, like, we know he's a great player, but is he the right fit for the Ravens? Because they haven't been able to build a roster around him in spite of his tremendous play. The Ravens have not been able to build a – it hasn't worked. They have not won enough. Hey, hey, but doesn't this
1: feel like a smokescreen to go do this with OBJ? Like, oh, like, look, like, we're going to do it, and then inevitably nothing changes. Like, look – I agree, like, the OBJ signing is fine, and it's it's just really splashy. Like, I don't know that it's concrete and it makes you – I mean, did you see, like, their odds didn't change at all when they signed him? Like, they stayed the exact same. So, I just right. – it's – well, because, you know, and they don't – I mean, they don't have a quarterback. But the other thing, too, is, like, I just think it's all very interesting that, like – Look, if you're if you're not gonna pay him, you should try to deal him for a draft pick right now. Like, you know, like go get. There's some good guys in this draft, and you know, I haven't done enough forward scouting for what the class looks like next year. But you know, let's just assume you're not picking in the top ten next year. I mean, you don't want to be, right? But I don't know, man. Maybe it's just a hey, we're gonna we paid OBJ to make people happy, and we're gonna roll with a backup, or they're gonna roll with Tyler Huntley, which you know, it's fine, whatever, but.
2: It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I think we'll get more clarity as you know the draft after unfolds. The draft. Yeah. yeah,
1: after the draft, we're definitely like you got to think. And like the Aaron Rodgers thing will happen either. I bet you it happens draft night for some reason. I just feel like it's like yeah, like that just feels like a very Aaron Rodgers time for something. I'm getting like I'm getting happen. big
0: feelings that there's somebody that the Jets and the Packers have already pre-aligned the stipulations mm-hmm. of how draft night's going to go. Oh, yeah, and I, totally, dude. It, we're, might, we're it gonna, might involve the Packers out. moving up Here. to get a spot that the Jets want. Let's they go! Round picks. It might be swapping something that someone drafts. I just have a feeling there's something lined up there already.
2: Yeah, and this will all unfold over the next couple of weeks. We're going to have a lot more draft coverage and discussion for you coming on next week's pod uh for now this has been another episode of the sideline sodas podcast and thank you so much for continuing to listen yep shout out guys.
0: Listeners. appreciate it
2: Bill boy baby do a leap and make them dance when it
0: come on everybody looking for a dance throw to run on if you want to run away with me i know a galaxy and i can take you go all right i had a premonition that we fell into a rhythm where the music don't
1: boy baby do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance, throw to run on. If you wanna
0: run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you a alright. I had a premonition that we fell into a rhythm with the music, don't